It's the flashback sale at Mattress Firm. Right now, get up to $400 off throwback deals on beds. Plus, we're celebrating the year we were founded with a special price from 1986. A Sleepy's Queen mattress for just $169. Talk about a totally bodacious deal. But hurry in, these awesome blasts from the past savings won't last forever. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. Out of participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe, eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. Are you following me, Colin? Uh, I'm just checking. You're verified. I am verified. verified. Robin and I marched on Twitter headquarters in San Francisco. That's how we did that bit a couple weeks ago. That's a true story. At Cole's Friends and Family Sale, the back-to-school savings add up with an extra 20% off. Save on Skechers for the family. Girls stretch jeggings just $12. And save on an Instant Pot and luggage. Plus, take an extra 10% off home. Plus, everyone gets Cole's cash. Plus, free Amazon returns now at all Kohl's stores. This weekend at Kohl's. Offers valid July 25th through 28th. 20% with promo code SHOPFAMILY. 10% off home with promo code HOMEDEAL10. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. Despite the better judgment of the Tony Bruno extravaganza, we now present... You have a big mouth. First new message. Hey, you, man. That was the first time I read it. Peace. The tease promo. Damn it. Degenerate gambling scum. What I said, you don't mean now. All right, let's roll this tape, man. We're rolling. Now, we return to a man who is always outraged. That's an outrage. Here is Tony Bruno. Hello there, kids. Welcome. It is a Wednesday night. It is time for the first frost. What is it? Did you take in your delicate plants? I did. Yeah. Podcast of 2016. Yes. We're live. You we did comment. not. You, I, no, my my stupid. I left my parsley out. Right. I left my sage the out. Gabagool, the I left out my rosemary, uh, but I had the thyme inside though. Uh, okay. And the right. weed, so that's all, right. all safe. All right, I got you. As we are underway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got an applause. Live at CSE Philadelphia Comedy Sports on a, a Wednesday night. Very cold. Finally, winter time here. On yes, the East finally. Coast, yeah. Here in the city of Philadelphia, it's Tony Bruno. Miss Robin is here. She's got her so- a soggy dollar bar shirt on. Yes. I do. I'm representing. We were yes, talking about we, that a couple weeks ago. We have painkillers. Yes. We have a, not Advil's or uh, ibuprofen. No, no. We no. have painkillers. Not those kind of painkillers. Right. You know the ones. Right. Joe Corrado's here. Luigi's up in the God Mike booth. Natalie is here. And we got a couple great guests coming up on the show tonight as well. In fact, I just saw him walk in. Todd Glass is going to join us in a second. A great comedian, local guy, international superstar. He's going to come by. Just got a text from Brian Baldinger, of course, who works at NFL Network, who did some amazing stuff on TV. We showed the video. Did you see the clip? Yes, I just Brian I saw Baldinger, before we came in. Just a couple of months ago, had a major. He's a physical knee. specimen. He had a major knee procedure. He mm-hmm. had he had like fluid mm-hmm. on his knee. I remember him calling no, us like, at the. It was old like pocket. even more. It was not MRSA, but something like that. He had, mm-hmm. yeah, he had an infection in his knee. Mm-hmm. And it blew up, and they mm-hmm. were worried. And, you know, whenever you hear about staph infections, yes. any kind of surgery where there's, there's infection in there, right. you worry. And so I, last time I talked to Baldy, he was on the podcast. And he's an active guy. I mean, it's yeah. really, he's he got him down back for and forth. He's in L.A. every yeah. week. He's back and forth. The guy's nonstop. Right. So I, I, I texted him the other day. I said, Baldy, why don't you come on the podcast? Because mm-hmm. I knew he was back in town. And I just texted <laughs> him. You coming by? He said, yeah, I'm having dinner. His phone is blowing up because the Bob Mac, not Bob Mac. Yes. Ben McAdoo. Ben McAdoo, right. Not Andrew Gaze, yes. Adam Gaze, because everything goes back to basketball. <laughs> right, 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 right. Or Rudy uh, Gaze. Ben McAdoo guy. now, the hot name on this Wednesday as we are live here on Mixler and, of course, uh, listening on iTunes later on. And, of course, our great man Nathaniel Dotson videoing the whole proceedings tonight, which you'll see on YouTube later on the weekend. And so a lot of stuff going on, the NFL coaching carousel, the NFL to Los Angeles. And as I told you last week on this show... Stan Kroenke, remember I talked yes. about St. Louis, and he was going to take that team. Mm-hmm. He was going to be a guaranteed lock 
to be one of the teams that moves to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. So Nick Foles, the next time he makes the Pro Bowl and says, is everybody out there? Yeah. How you doing out there? Right. He'll be three hours behind uh, everybody exactly. else. Exactly. Yes. So, so the St. Louis Rams, and now people are upset for saying, listen, I don't like to see cities lose teams, mm -hmm. but remember, the Rams were in Los Angeles for 49 years, mm -hmm. okay, until Georgia Frontieri, whose husband drowned mysteriously on the beach, who owned the Rams. Do you remember back in the day? I don't remember that. This is the 90s. Yes, uh, Rosenblum, her husband, was the owner of the Rams. He died drowning on the beach somehow in, in California? Santa Monica Bay. Wow. She wow. takes over the team as the wife, Georgia Frontieri, Rosenblum. Right. And she decides, hey, I'm playing in the L.A. Coliseum. It's a dump. Right. Uh, I need a new stadium. So St. Louis, which mm -hmm. lost the Cardinals, mm -hmm. when the Cardinals left St. Louis and went to Arizona, they didn't have an NFL franchise. They told Georgia Frontieri, we'll build you a dome. Right. You move the Rams from Los Angeles to St. Louis. Mm -hmm. That was 1995. The Rams were in, moved to St. Louis in 1995. Fast forward 21 years later, Stan Kroenke, who's the owner of the Rams now, doesn't like the stadium deal he has. Mm -hmm. It's an okay stadium, but it, you know, it's 20 years old. So they're mm -hmm. obsolete. Every stadium now has to be redone every 20 years. Every, yeah, so what do they lost. do? He says, hey, he goes to St. Louis, says, I, I can't play in this stadium. Mm -hmm. They then say to him, all right, we're going to build you a new stadium. And they show him the proposal. Right. He says, nope. And I even read you the uh, report last week. Yes. Even the commission, when the, the commissioner of the NFL says, you know what? He's right. Stan Kroenke's right. The stadium proposal in St. Louis is not feasible. Mm -hmm. No one can make money buying a team there and moving it, keeping it in St. Louis or if Stan Kroenke stayed there. So he goes up and says, I'll put $550 million of my own money mm -hmm. To move the team to Los Angeles, half a billion. The other owners said yes. Right. You're going to write us a check for five fifty. Right. We're going to build a new billion-dollar stadium. It's going to be in L.A., the second largest media market in the world, which mm -hmm. hasn't had a football team in twenty years, twenty-one years. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Now the other question is, what happens to the Chargers? Yeah, What exactly. happens to the Raiders? The Raiders are probably going to stay. Or they're, they're going to stay move to San Antonio. Really? Because their deal is up at the Coliseum in Oakland. Right. They, could, they, they can do a new deal with the Coliseum, which they don't want to do because mm -hmm. it's not a good facility. Or San Antonio, which has the Alamo Dome, which mm -hmm. isn't really an NFL facility either. It could work. Mm -hmm. But apparently, the owner, uh, Al Davis' son, Mark What have your Raider connections told you? Because Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders. Did the water tell you that? No, Mark Davis he told me that. He needs to change that freaking hairstyle. Have you seen Mark <laughs> Davis' hair? He's got the straight bowl cut. Yes, it's, it's he's Caesar. bringing it back. Yeah, I think it's the Caesar cut. It's yes. Like, it is a Caesar it's cut. It's just awful. Mm -hmm. So Mark Davis. And howdy doody. It's like a combination. <laughs> quietly, Mark <laughs> Davis bought doody. land in and around Austin, Texas, and San Antonio, Texas. Uh -huh. So he's got land to have a Lots stadium of land. built for him right. in Texas, which already has Houston mm -hmm. and already has, obviously, the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys, right. And it's a big football state. So they may move to Texas, move into the Alamo Dome until they can build a new stadium in the Austin, San Antonio area. Wow. For Three Jerry football Jeff. teams there? In this, well, it's a big state, right? I Maybe know. Look at the map lately. Yeah, Texas <laughs> is a big state. But San Antonio, Houston, <laughs> and Dallas, I mean, it's not like they're, they're on... Completely opposite ends of the state. Yeah, they pretty much are, actually, Robin. Well, not if you look at a cow, if you look at a. Okay, let me look at the. Pull up a map. Pull up a map. San Antonio. The geography portion of the podcast. Sam. No, obviously, you know, Texas, uh, Dallas is in South Texas. Yes. Uh, San Antonio's in the middle. Houston's down near the. Do all your exes live in Texas? Uh, no, all they right, wear okay. Rolexes though. All right. But they're fake ones that I bought in Times Square a couple of years ago. Anyway, we'll get into that later on. Uh, we got the Powerball. I will break down the Powerball numbers for you tonight. No, not the winning numbers. Right. If I knew the winning numbers, I wouldn't be. You already here. corrected me on the mathematics of I'll the give, situation. I'll, I'll give you what you will win. Right. If everybody, goes, uh, here's the best line about the Powerball. Yes. I love it. This is the great line. One in four people who get into car accidents get mm. into car accidents because they're texting and driving. Right. One out of every four people. I believe it. One out of every Worse than four drunk accidents. driving at this point. I think. One out of every four accidents is caused by texting and driving. And you know what people say? Eh, it won't be me. Right, right, right. It's not right. going to be me. Right. Meanwhile, one in 292 million chance <laughs> of winning Powerball, people say, hey, you never know. Right, right. right. <laughs> you never know. It could be me. But I'm never going to get into an accident texting Or a bigger chance of an asteroid hitting you. Exactly. I think but I'm still too. playing it. You know why? You have to. You have to play. Because somebody always wins. Yeah, that's, that's somebody it. eventually wins, right? Right. If it's impossible to win, how come people eventually win? Right. Exactly. Now, usually they're 98 years old and they're living out in. Exactly. You know, Someone has to win. The only way. The only way it's not you is if by the you just don't play. Correct. That's it. That's, that's, that's the only win, way you can win. Yeah. They can quote me too. If the lottery people want to use that. Yeah, they might have used that logo. Play to win. Right. Exactly. It's ridiculous. And if you didn't win the night, try again tomorrow night. That was another. Uh, 
I actually wow. won $24 last week. Oh, ah, nice. Did you make I it rain? I, no, I didn't make it. You know did what I make did? a drizzle? I did something I've never done before. What's that? So I collect my $24 winnings, and then I said, hey, I'm going to parlay this. I'm playing house money now. <laughs> so take that $24. Right, right. Give me five more quick picks, and the two, I always play two, and I have two uh, number lot combinations. Yes, and you I always go with. Draw. So I rolled it over, uh-huh. and I'm playing with their money now. Oh, I see. All so right. So when I hit it tonight, I'm going to Exactly. Really You're going to stick it to them with that $24. <laughs> Right, that's exactly. They're not going to mess with you anymore. So I will break down the uh, uh, what state not to play in. Okay, all right. Well, we're lucky in Pennsylvania and Pennsylvania Delaware. Pennsylvania has a ton of hits. Pennsylvania and Delaware are two of the few states that you don't get nailed for state or local And time. they also hit all the time. Pennsylvania especially gets and hit Del- all the Did time. you know that? Did you know that, like, for example, in New York, mm-hmm. they kill you with taxes. Oh, with taxes, yeah. I'm You're sure. going to pay the federal government if you hit the lottery. Thirty-eight point nine percent, right up front. In New York, take that. and no, anywhere. Uh, anywhere Federal okay. taxes, but some states, some states, Pennsylvania, Delaware, mm-hmm. do not collect state or local taxes right. off of that money. Right. So right. that's a big break, right? Uh, there. Sure, it is. Yeah. In New York, if you hit, for example, you have to pay the federal tax, then a New York state tax of eight point eight two percent, and a New York City tax of three point eight seven percent. On top, so you're basically it's ridiculous. Half of your you go home with about two hundred dollars. Who's going to? I mean, who's going to be able to scrape by on five hundred right. million dollars after right. all said and done? Exactly. I'd be disappointed. <laughs> oh, I sure would. Anyway, we'll talk Disgrace. more about that and uh, some of the best places to play. Did everybody in here play tonight? The uh, great crowd here inside the comedy sports. Absolutely. Did anybody in this room not play Powerball? Is anybody in here not play? Nate didn't play. Daniel did not play. Look you at didn't that. play. Oh, I hate I gotta, to do it to you, There's man. a guy I work with who's the same way. He's, I hate he's anti-lottery. You know what, though? We will share. That's, that's just no, the way I, we I, are. I respect his convictions when they say they're, you know, anti-lottery, degenerate yeah, gambling. Not, I mean, you know? don't you want to give yourself a chance to dream about, I don't know, just every materialistic thing you could possibly no, want? No, he's smart. That's why he's 28 and very wealthy. Yes, exactly. he doesn't exactly. throw his money away like we And we're do. scraping together, you know. Exactly. Well, let's bring Dimes in our guest. We have a special guest here tonight. One of the great things about being here at Comedy Sports here in Philadelphia, right across the street, we have the great Helium Comedy Club. And yes. a lot of great comics come by. They always stop by here before they go on. And this guy's a biliary guy. What the Conestoga High School. Ah, That's a main local. line. Yeah. I mean, places like you and I could never get no, into. No, we never get into. That. We weren't smart enough out. to go to Conestoga. Exactly. Exactly. We went to South Philly schools. That's right. You see him everywhere. <laughs> He's one of the all-time greats. Local guy here in Philly. Ladies and gentlemen, let's bring him in here. Mr. Todd Glass is in the house. Hey, hey, thank you. I am looking at you, Todd. Let me plug you in here now. Let's sit down here. But he needs to go right. No, he needs to be right here. We just plug in. Just plug in. (laughs) Have a seat, Todd. Let's let's sit around this way here. Trip and get hurt. Yes, I don't exactly. want to get sued. There we go. I don't you want to get it? sued. It's a limbo portion of this. Look at this crowd. They look great. <laughs> <laughs> <They're> <laughs> Who's texting my, in here? My, my That's my sister. It's all right. Oh, she's yeah, she's got a pa- during the she's show? Got a pass. She's a wedding planner. She's got the clients. Good, Todd. Good to meet you. know, I've met everybody who's ever from Philly. I've never met you all, all the years that I've been around. <laughs> Would you like some red wine? Well, That's I actually it just Robitussin. You can take that. You got a cough? <laughs> no, but, uh, I like taking Robitussin. However, however, we do have painkillers if you yes. if you like that. Well, no, um, not no, no, not not narcotics. Not oxycon- yeah, exactly. It's a drink. Oh, I'll take both. From, okay. From the soggy dollar bar. Can I tell you? The minute I walked in here, you know what I want to do? I want to take those four people. I know they won't do it, and push them over here. Because then it's like, boom. Would you do? Is that wrong of me to ask? No, not at all. Once they do it, will you just anywhere over here, right here? That's the Italian South Philly. That's my sister and her entourage over there, yeah. See, they all seem very nice. They look, I like that they look nice. They dressed up. Look at this guy sitting here with a paint tarp. Anyway. They went out to dinner before they came. Exactly. Right? Very high class. Yeah. Over in this area right here. Then we've got like smack in front. It just looks like we got the energy. You know, what are we working over there? Now, do you do this in the comedy clubs if people are sitting and you want to get them all together? Well, when I'm in a club, I tell, but most of the time in a comedy club, especially a club like Helium, they know, like, take everybody and Pack them right in towards mm-hmm. the front. But it's sold out when I'm there. Oh, right? well, exactly. of course. Uh, yeah, it's a but, given, but, right? But there are many nights in L.A. where you're doing a thing just exactly like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm always like, you know, if the club doesn't do it, I'm like, hey, push those people over there. Now, look at that. Now mm-hmm. it's like, yes. There look you go. at that. Now it's all packed. How can right you see these people? I can't see anything. I, know, I can't. I'm blind in my left see, eye already, yeah. Thank you. That's a better. And I'm like you. I go to the movie theater. You want to sit away. But once you get everyone together. And by the way, who's in the booth? 
That's Luigi. 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 I'm like him. I never played never played a lottery ever in my entire life. No, Luigi plays as Nathaniel. Nathaniel. Yeah, it was yeah. videotaped. Yeah. Oh, Nathaniel. He's anti-lottery. Yeah. I played a lottery I, every I day. I never played either. But I did Preston and Steve this morning. <laughs> I know. And, I heard. And they gave me 100 to go out on the street and hand them to people. And I uh, maybe took a few for myself. 100 lottery tickets? <laughs> 100 lottery tickets. Oh, so wow. they played 100 individual tickets, and you, ho- and you stood out in the cold to give them to these two nods yeah. in the city? Well, that's the interesting thing. <laughs> that was their idea. I stayed in the MMR van. Through <laughs> <laughs> the window, yeah. The glass window. People were nice. I let them stick their head in there and warm it up. And, uh, but, it, but we gave 100 away. So was, right, and right. Well, when we gave 95 away, and I took five. <laughs> right. So you know your numbers, or you just wait and check the next day? Yeah, you know. And... You get very greedy right, very quickly because, yeah. uh, you know, I gave this girl that I know one of my five, and I go, if you win, you give me 500000 She's like, 500000 I'm like, what are you, you know, what you were talking about before. It's like, you know, you get, well, that's the end of my story, everybody. <laughs> Have a good night. That, sto- <laughs> that story's in my new book called Boring Stories. <laughs> Now, Todd, obviously people remember you from Brain In fact, our buddy Joe in front here wearing the Under Armour shirt remembers the last comedy standing. Last comedy standing. How long ago was that? That was almost 10 years ago. That was 10 years ago. That was a long time ago. That was a lot of fun being in that house. Yeah, because a lot of, you know, there's so many people have gone through Comedy Central and Last Comic Standing and some of the other national TV shows where the comics get a chance to, you know, it used to be Car- it used to be Johnny Carson and then Jay Leno, and you got a big break if you got on one of those shows. But now Comedy now Central... A million, now there's, there's a million ways. Back then it was just The Tonight Show, or, you know, so if you didn't have, like, a squeaky clean type of a set, now there's everything. There's... You know, there's a million vehicles all over the place, which is good. It's a lot better this way. I like it this way. So now you're a Philly guy, but... None of your business. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Conestoga, so you're not really a Philly. You're like a main line guy. You consider yourself a Philly guy if you go to Conestoga High School, How which is like... How dare you? <laughs> uh, well, I grew up until second grade. I grew up in northeast Philadelphia, right near the airport. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Thank you very much. My mom, which I'm glad she did. Every year we moved further away. We moved to Bucks County, and then we went to, you know, then we ended up in Valley Forge. And every year when they moved us further away, and this is true, they would go, if we move out there, we can either get a swimming pool or a trampoline. And we got neither, so. <laughs> Those were the options, a swimming pool or a trampoline? Well, that was just it, or mini bikes. Never got mini bikes. And I had good parents, too. Somehow we just forgot about it, and they didn't remind us. But then my brother, we never got mini bikes. And uh, so we ended up just living out in Valley Forge. Now, isn't so. Conestoga like one of the top high schools in the country, not just in the Philadelphia area? I don't think so. I yeah, I think I, it's I, like I ranked, as, academically, it's ranked like in the top 100 in the country. Yeah, I looked it up, and like it, it has a 97% graduation rate going on to college. college. Yeah, 97% really? of the graduates go to well, college. I can, yes, sir. 93? He's raising his hand. No, no, no. I'm wondering where the heat's coming from. Uh, heat up. You wanted to turn the heat turn down? Turn the heat off. That was right? a technical... Uh... Turn the heat off. We did turn it off, but now I feel like mm-hmm. it cranked up. The minute yeah, I came in, I was like, turn the heat off. I turned it off because I don't like cold weather. <laughs> I hate it. Now, you don't live here. You live in L.A. I live in L.A. I lived in L.A. for 11 years, and you get used to Your blood gets thinner, and you know, the argument is, oh, that's nonsense. You don't really... When you move to California... You acclimate. You acclimate. Yeah. But when you come now, you, you're back here in the coldest... Because it's been warm here. I go from hotel to car, so I'm like, I don't, I don't, it doesn't bother me that much. I, just, I don't even have a jacket. I had borrowed a jacket from somebody healing. But back to uh, uh, Conestoga. This is a riveting story. Yes. Anyway, uh, there uh, was, was a good high school back then, and, uh, but I didn't graduate. I, I just went through the motions, but I didn't graduate from Conestoga, but I did go through all three years. And uh, I, I retained some stuff, but I never gra- actually graduated. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is like breaking news, right? Did they, well, do they no, know that? No, they know. They count you as one of their, you know, well, they should. distinguished graduates. Well, um, they don't tell anybody, but I didn't graduate. Is everything all right? Good Beautiful. Easy. There we go. We're worried about the heat now. Everybody's trying to find a thermostat to turn the heat down. It's all right. Everybody's nice. Everyone's yeah. having a good time. Beautiful. Everybody's got a cooler. That's right. Um, this is a BYOB uh, show. How many mm-hmm. podcasts have you been on where people bring their own booze? I like it. It saves everybody. This guy's money. got a 40 of Coors Light there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. This guy's over here has got a heroin drip in his arm. <laughs> it's very laid back here. Very laid back. What a, what a, yeah. what a crowd. We're going to pull one out for David Bowie tonight. That's what they do. Uh, you pull one out. I like it. I like it. But uh, yeah, I still grew up. I, I go to Valley Forge. I guess you're right. That's not the city. But I, my roots are in Northeast Philadelphia. Northeast Philly where the airport is out Wawa, I miss Wawa. Let me tell you something. 
You have no idea. You say you, there's probably someone in here, they're inwardly going, I actually don't like Wawa because you're annoying. <laughs> no, anybody who thought, anybody doesn't like Wawa, the people, everybody's so friendly at Wawa. I should be their spokesperson, not didn't need me. But there's an energy at Wawa. People hold the door for each other. They're friendly, the coffee, the 7 Eleven. I don't know how they exist. <laughs> I don't know how they exist. I don't know who goes, you know what? I prefer 7 Eleven. Well, I like Phil. <laughs> no, you know what's great about 7 Eleven? Before what? the Wawa. Seriously. Is like at 2 in the morning if you're hungry, you can walk in and they still have that one hot dog rolling around on that grill thing. <laughs> You know, it's been here for three that, weeks. That's the only it problem. It just rolls around, and there's one left, and it's like almost, uh, almost like a rock hard, but you don't care because you're high and you walk in exactly. It's in the parking lot. Well, if, I if I couldn't find, a, yes, if I could not find a Wawa, uh, yes, I'd go to 7-Eleven. But let me tell you something. That's like Kmart and Target. Like, I don't get, I don't get. By the way, I have a theory. You notice you never really see a new 7-Eleven where it's like brand new and it's, yeah. there's good management there. You know what? I think they build new 7-Elevens from old 7-Elevens. They have like a field and they put up like 50 of them and when they rot and the refrigeration starts to rust, they take the pieces and build the new 7-Eleven. <laughs> now you're at Wawa's big because now they're in Florida. They're, they're not on the West Coast yet, but they're going all, all the way down in Florida now. It's the best. You can't even explain it to people in LA. You're like, it's like, you have to start with 7-Eleven because the basic design of the building, but then after that, forget about it. And then in Jersey, there's gas, I mean, even here in Pennsylvania, there's gas station, they got everything. I want to move to Jersey for one reason. What? I don't want to pump my own gas anymore. I know. That's the only that's it's like a dollar fifty a gallon there. Dollar fifty a gallon. You it don't is. even have to pump your own gas. Down to one fifties now. It is. Imagine how much cheaper it would be if they didn't have to pay these two nuts to stand out there and pump exactly. Gas for you. Exactly. I agree. I like it. I, I love would, it. Sometimes when I'm lazy and I'm in Philly and I was used to, you know, when I lived here, I would drive over to Jersey. Jersey, get the gas. Just come so back. I didn't have to get out of my car. <laughs> anyway, that's a great, uh, great fun time. So now you're doing helium. How <laughs> often do you get back? Now you still have family here. Right? I do. I have family here in in, uh, in uh, wherever they live up. Uh, you go to King of Prussia, then you get on 422 and drive to your man. <laughs> you have to pass a limerick nuke. When yeah, you see the Empire mm -hmm. power plant yeah. out there, you know. Yeah, oh yeah, there, yeah. yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I get home like twice a year. Helium's right across the street, and it's. If, has anyone ever been there here? Oh, absolutely. Let me know. It's a great comedy club. <laughs> who, who said no? It's well, the only great comedy club left in Philadelphia. Well, he didn't say no. He didn't like it. He said no. He's never been. Right? Am I right? Yeah, that's right. Well, but yeah, no, he's not. He's not saying anything bad about it. It's great. It's the. It's. It's probably no bull. I'm not just saying this because I would just say nothing. I wouldn't badmouth the club, but I wouldn't go out of my way. It's there's like five of them, and they know what they're doing. Yeah, they really just, do. They like comedy. You go in there. They treat it with respect. No one talks during the show. They treat comedy like it's a theater, and it's a great place to go see comedians. Absolutely. Really like. It's good to see you back. And they get all, all the big names come here and go to Healy. I mean, anybody who's anybody now, that's where they work. If they're not working in Atlantic City or a big casino, yeah. the, it's because there used to be a lot of local comedy clubs. But now Helium's the only one, I think. Well, there's a lot of cool one-nighters, I'm sure. I don't know all of them, but there's some really no, cool... No, we're not talking about Joe's dates. We're talking about comedy <laughs> clubs now. They were cool? <laughs> <laughs> I like some one-nighters. <laughs> For an official comedy club, Helium is it. You know, Absolutely. five nights a week. And, you know, you get guys there that aren't even working clubs anymore. I'm still a club comedian, so I'm not talking about mm -hmm. myself. But you'll get guys that are past the point of working club, but they'll take, like, some dates here. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're working on an hour special or something. So it's enough with Helium. Uh, are we allowed to curse on this? Uh, not yeah. all the way. You can go. Yeah, we could I just don't want to let, uh, you know... I don't want to set, you know, I don't want to let an set off any alarms. Now, I found out something about you I wasn't here. aware of, what? that you had a major heart attack. No. Yeah, did you not? I don't know what you're talking about. And then you didn't <laughs> yeah. even realize it, right? I did not. I was, uh, this happened like four years ago. It was after a show. And to be honest with you, I, I'm a, I, I, am a, I smoke. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm more of a pot smoker than a drinker. I don't know what you're allowed to say on this show. You can say I'm whatever you want. I'm more of a pot smoker, but it's like two or three nights a week for me. And uh, so it still affects me. And I thought I'd smoke too much because I'm one hit. It's good for me. But I had like a lot more because other comedians were hanging out. I thought maybe I just smoked too much. So I thought it was that. And then I... Had it during my set. I was having a heart attack during my set, which you think, I always thought a heart attack meant you're flailing around. Mm. I was like, yeah. but no, you're, uh, I learned what a heart attack was from watching TV. I was like, this is the big one. That's what I thought. <laughs> um, so, uh, but, but after I got off stage, I did like a 35 minute set and I just, I just went down. I just went mm. down. And, but I was aware. I was aware. You knew it was a heart attack? No, I didn't. I didn't know it was a heart attack at all. Matter of fact, everyone was making jokes. It was like Sarah Silverman and friends, like Jeff Ross was there, Chelsea Peretti, a few other comedians. And they were making jokes. I was making jokes. They were like, 
you know, they're like, Todd, are you too cheap to pay for an ambulance? And I, and I thought everything was funny. I just couldn't laugh. And uh, Sarah Silverman goes, I'll pay for the ambulance. But she goes, but it will be your birthday and Christmas present. And uh, that was... It was a lot funnier when it happened. <laughs> you have to be having a heart attack to find it funny. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I remember, all I remember them saying, and I talk about this in my act, was I remember them saying, uh, when we, first, when we get in the ambulance, the guy hooks me up to all the, you know, the things, and he, and he goes, he goes, sir, I don't want to alarm you, but right now you're having a heart attack. And I was like, oh, that's alarming. I thought, you know, I don't know why you didn't want to be. I don't, that's not a good thing to tell people. Your goal is not to alarm them. And then I just remember getting to the hospital, and this is true, and I remember finally a nurse leaning over. I don't really remember up to that point that much, but a nurse leans over. She goes, they have really good news. One of our best surgeons just pulled into the hospital. And I was thinking, well, I was hoping I wasn't having a heart attack. That was the good news. And then I thought, what else are they going to say? We got a guy, and he's on his way over. He's a little, he's a little bit of a drinker, though, but he's smart. <laughs> he operates blacked out. What are you going to do? But they did the stint, they, you know, and I'm, and I'm fine. I luckily, with no damage at all, and I just take my... Well, it's funny when they told me I was having a heart attack. I thought, how could I have a heart attack? All I've done is nothing right. You know, I smoke a lot of cigarettes. I don't smoke anymore, and I didn't take my Lipitor. And then I'm like, what? How could I have a heart attack? <laughs> but this was a major blockage, right? It was 100%, 98% blockage. Oh, wow. I felt pretty good, actually. That's the amazing part. I felt great. I was a little bit tired a lot, uh, but mm. I was, was still not that bad. So bring it on. <laughs> but now I'm, now I'm uh, great. Now I, uh, you know, I, I, I don't smoke. I juice every single day, and I take my Lipitor. My diet, when I'm in Philly, I, I mean, I'm going to go down to Pat's and Gino's, there's no way that I'm not going to go down there. I have uh, one of each, and then we... Sp I bring a new person every time I'm in town. By the way, if you're starved and you either, like, say, they're both going to do it, you right. Pat's or Gino's, you're not going to eat either. But there's always somebody, and there might be someone here, I don't want to offend anybody, they're like, nah, 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 you got to go to my place, Lifty Schmifty's. Yeah, exactly, that's what happens. You get on the two route, the highway, right. go over the Tony from my bridge. I'm like, no, 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 I'm, I want to go to Pat's or Gino's. I went there in high school. It's partly the atmosphere. Nah, nah, nah. And they don't hear you. You're like, you have to, and you try to be nice. You go, oh, yeah, I heard of that place. I heard that's really good. I'm, my comedian friends, we all want to go down to Pat's and Gino's, but I did hear about that place. I heard it's actually better. They're like, no, no, you got to go. I have to go, I'm not going. I'm not going to go to your place. Okay? Stop talking. Go to Pat's. Go to Gino's. So, um... It's very hard. You get on the thing, you do a spin around, and they always think, just when you think, where did this guy send me? This is them telling you where to go. Boom, there it is, right ahead of you. An elevator. You take it down, you get on a tram, you shoot over the Betsy Ross Bridge. There, you're in New Jersey, and then it's five minutes away. Boom, you get on a jitney, take it over. So, um, but I will go down to Pat's or Gino's, and I'll tell you the truth, they're both good, but I like it. Uh, I don't like the signs that Geno's has up because they're intolerant, and I don't, I don't, I'm, a, I'm the opposite. I just believe in tolerance. I don't, you know, the signs. Hey, he hangs up signs. I, Not anymore. No, he doesn't he do that anymore. Down? Yes. Good for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because Geno Vento is actually my neighbor. He lives in my building. Right. In fact, it, where I live, I have Geno Vento, I have Tony Luke Jr., really? and I have Pat from Pat Steak. All really? three of the biggest steak guys in the city live in my building. So Geno's <laughs> took those signs down? Yes, because Geno is the surviving son. You know what? The father yes. died, yeah. Yeah, the father died, mm -hmm. and I think that's good. He, that's not disrespectful to his dad. Hopefully his dad is somewhere, mm -hmm. wherever he is, he's enlightened. If he is existing, you know, I hope he's not looking down. Hey, I'm still dumb. Put those signs back up. <laughs> but I'm proud of him for taking those signs down. He did a good thing. Can I tell you why I'm proud? Because i got to tell you, Pat's is great, Gino's is great, but I, le I like Gino's more. Really? And I also like how I'm, it's just the pieces of state that Gino's is, is my thing. This is a guy from L.A. You can tell he lives in L.A. Because, you know, you always try to find a cheesesteak. Oh, Subway's got che Philly cheesesteaks no, now. No, no. They don't. There are a couple of joints, though, in L.A. that are. They actually bring the bread in, and they bring in this, the meat, and they make the Philly cheesesteaks mm -hmm. out there. That's the thing. It's the bread. And, you know, the guy that owns a place called Philly Cheesesteaks, and it actually is. They go there, they get the meat, they get the rolls from Amoroso, all the jarred stuff. It is, you know, and they, get, they have on all Philadelphia TV there. They have the Philadelphia Magazine, all Philadelphia papers. And he, the owner said, he goes, you know, once in a while, someone will go, this is pretty close. And he goes, it's not close. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, all I can do maybe is bring a, uh, someone to urinate and <laughs> <laughs> what more you want. Now, we only do that on New Year's Day during the right. Mummers Parade. You exactly. know that. Come on, Ty. <laughs> <laughs>
And also, what I love about Gino's, I, not that they tip the signs down, I don't feel bad. It's a, I love looking in there. It is immaculate. Oh, yeah, it really yes. is. That place is mm -hmm. clean. And they're cranking 24 hours a day yeah, down yeah. there. Yep. Cranking, Maybe man. I go down there, they'll take care of me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Actually, I'll call Gino right now yeah, and tell exactly. him you're coming down after the show tonight. Yeah, yeah. Now, you don't normally, now, you, you don't do, because a lot of comedians will come in and they'll ah. do. <laughs> Wait a minute. I just want to. Is it all? It's, it is. Wait a minute, his oh, mic go. wasn't on the whole time? We could hear him. Oh, okay, that's I hear him frying in my ear. Wow, that's how loud I am. That's how loud yeah. he is. I'm sitting right next I'm like, to him. Oh my God, I can't believe my mic was on. <laughs> uh, we don't even really need amplification in a room no, like this. No, you know, I don't it's think so. a good crowd, though. Mm -hmm. I'm losing my voice. Now, are you a sports fan? Yeah, yeah we have water. Let me grab a uh, water over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, big sports fan, big sports fan. There's a yeah. little cooler over there. Not, uh, don't pay, don't so pay attention to the others. No, not that. That's not a cooler. So I heard this thing was catered last week. That's it we was catered yes. last See, week. I you came in the wrong week. Oh. <laughs> you picked a bad week to come to the podcast, Todd. And then I'm like, yeah, and then I finished your one word at the end of the sentence, and then you just, people think, and you moved right past it. Yeah, that I way. I believe you wheeled him right in. I believe anything. Just like I believe fans that call radio shows and say, this is what's going to happen because I have friends of friends of friends of friends of friends who tell me this is going to happen, you know? Right. What do you and then people ask me, track. what do I think? Like, I don't know. Yeah. If I knew something, if I literally, if I find something out from people that I know because I've been doing this for a long time, I'll say this is what I'm hearing. But it's the people who don't know and then they tell everybody they know and people believe it. And then they tell somebody and they believe it. You know, and we won't mention right. names who, do this, who does that. Well, a lot of people do that. I grew up listening. I, and Twitter, I'm, just go on Twitter. I mean, yeah. that's what Twitter is. Watch your mouth. Um, and I mean that, I'm, I'm being complimentary of Twitter. But right. There's more misinformation. Well, what did you drop there now, Jim? No, I was putting it. No, he's all right. Jim, yeah. Jim, oh, what are you doing? Yeah. We're doing a show here, Jim. <laughs> no, he did something very important. He gave me a golden monkey. There's just, you know, high priority. There you go. I like it's that. Serious. Is that beer or root beer? It no, is it's, it's beer. It's Victory, mm -hmm. Victory Brewing Company, Golden Monkey. Very good. Robin like likes it. the high alcohol stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the hoppy stuff with the high alcohol mm -hmm. content. I like beer, but it, I think by the time I get the buzz I want, I've had 10 beers. I'm bloated. Mm -hmm. So I just. <laughs> Not with these, you know. Oh, it does? Well, that's oh, yeah. what I need to try. Uh, but back to what you were saying, because I pay attention. Um, uh, sports and then whatever. I forget. Twitter. We were going Twitter. on Twitter. Twitter. Yes. Now, do you like Twitter? Because a lot of people in the media, a lot of people, we know it's important because of what we do. Yeah. But there are people who say, I don't want to go on there because people just make stuff up and they say whatever they want. I think it's, you there know you what, go. I try to. Oh, thank you. Oh, there you go. got a golden monkey? Yeah. Oh, I think like Twitter it. is whatever you want it to be. Yeah. You know, there's a yeah. lot. <laughs> there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot, you, I, not to be, I, I think it's whatever you want it to be. People say, oh, people can be mean on Twitter. I'm aware of it. I'm the most insecure person in the world. But overwhelmingly, Twitter does a lot, you know, Twitter, yeah. Twitter yeah. is communication, and Twitter is like saying Twitter is bad is like saying TV is bad. It's like, it's good, it's bad, it's whatever you want it to be. It can put you in touch with people, and it can be great, and you can block people if you want, you just need a little, but I, overwhelmingly, any modern day social media, there's good and there's bad. That's like going, is TV good or is it bad? It's like, well, there's bad TV and there's good TV, so it's the same thing. Wait, I think wait, wait, you following me on Twitter, by the way? Of course I am. No, I'm just checking. Yes, you I'm have to admit, there has to be limitations on Twitter where you shouldn't be allowed to spew anything under an anonymous name. Like if you're doing But you're not your... anonymous. Don't you have your Twitter handle? No, no, if you got an egg, you can put an egg on there. Now, it looks like me, most of the eggs. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's uncanny, really. Yeah, but... No, but like you could you could make up some name, you could make up some email address and be on Twitter completely anonymously. I think that and, and there should be a limitation. Like if you want to say something horrible, go ahead, but it has to be as you. Yeah, I, I would I would you know, before I give my I, I actually believe it or not, I love this subject. I, and I, I don't I would have to think about that because uh, I get believe me, and you should see me, you know, somebody says one negative thing and I get all riled up. But I think it's like everything else. When 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 T, I only know this because my uh, uncle told me this. He goes, when books came along, everybody thought the negative, and then when TV came along, everyone saw the negative. But at the end of the day, I think that's the downfall. But also, people can be so kind and so helpful. And when you look at the big picture of what Twitter does, like when there was that earthquake in China, some yeah, of those people, no. for whatever the reason, uh, Twitter was the only thing the phones were going, and people just a simple, "Are you okay?" Man, I get the chills the first time someone told me that because someone th that was there was like, wow, just to have someone go, mm -hmm. are you okay? So overwhelmingly, people can be kind. It spreads uh, awareness. And yeah, sometimes, not sometimes, even if it's 50% of the time that people 
are negative or whatever, but overwhelmingly, people can do some awesome things through Twitter and spread a lot of positive, a lot of information and support people. So I'm, I'm, I'm all right I'm all with for it. it. I think it's fantastic. But I think that, again, you have to be, you have to be able to live with whatever consequences, good or bad, mm-hmm. that if you post something. I mean, somebody, they can find out. If you post something that's like, Eat, like I'm gonna blow up a building, or I'm gonna—they can find out who you are. Right. But when, when the negative you're talking about, like what type of negative? Give me, give me a good example you know, of the, the negative. The, the, the negative where somebody is kind of stalking you and hounding you and saying horrible things to you. Not necessarily, I want to kill you. They like they hover right around that line, and you know if they're under an anonymous name, so you have absolutely no idea who it is then they don't have to live with the consequences. Yeah, if you I call Twitter, they will, they will deal with that. And they're very aggressive on it. Amazing how aggressive they are on it. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm, and again, I think most people lead with the negative, And then when you go, it's good, you know, sort of they'll go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I go the other way around. I'm like, it's overwhelmingly positive, And then I address the negativity, which is there and it's real. But I think overwhelmingly, it's just an unbelievable thing. I think both Facebook and Twitter, for me, I've seen the overwhelming positiveness about being able to stay in contact not only with friends and family, but with fans. I mean, we, we have fans that feel like they're part of they the are, family yeah. now because of the fact that there's this amazing communication. I'm more tender now. It's easier just to swipe right. <laughs> now, I just want to be simple. I want to keep it simple. Swipe right or swipe left, exactly. and then you're done. What you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> So, Ty, you're doing, uh, you, I heard you were actually over at the Helium last night. You just popped in. Well, they have an open, open mic night. They have an open mic night, and it's fun to, you know, hanging out with comics, it's like, to me, the best thing in the world. Whether they've been doing it for two months or two weeks or whatever, comics are comics. And um, last night was just so much fun, and I waited around to the end, and I went up, because I don't like to bump anybody. But, uh, and, then, uh, and then I'm here, th- uh, what's today? Wednesday. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I'm there Thursday. Friday and Saturday, I think, are sold out, so I, I think tickets are available for, like, uh, Thursday and Sunday. So you're doing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And then you're here tonight because you're nice enough to come over. So you're not even working tonight. Because a lot of comics who work Wednesdays, they come over here first. Yeah. And they cross across the street. But you, you were nice enough to come over. We really appreciate it. Well, they, they spoke really highly of you over there. <laughs> they did. They really did. And then it was right across the street. I'm like, oh, this is great. And then I'm going to go over there. There's a show tonight. And then I'm going to go over there and do some stuff. I think I've done. How do you think I've done so far? Let me see. That's good. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm not trying. Now you've, you've done podcasts. You've done things. So what's the latest thing you got going? I know you have a book. I know you have um, a spe- you I was at Madison book? Square Garden with Jim Gaffigan. That was uh, All right. oh, cool. a hell of an experience. Nice. 15,000 people. That was. Wow. Re- it was absurd. Yeah, it he's, was. He's exploded off the scene, man. It he's was good. crazy. Yeah. It was crazy, and um, I'm doing a new hour special in uh, uh, February, a new hour stand-up special, which I'm excited about, and then I'm shooting a pilot also in February called, I mean, it explains itself, it's just called Camping with Todd, where we will literally take people, and they don't have to do anything. Some people say, oh, that's not camping. Camping's whatever you want it to be. We're, (laughs) We're still in the woods, there's still a fire, there's still no TV, there's still no cell phone coverage, but when the comedians or actors enter the site where we have everything set up, everything's done. I the wood's go. chopped up, the beds are all ready, your tents are set up. We don't want any of that. Like, oh, they can't set up their tent. Who gives a shit? Um, <laughs> that's not what I want. I want to get people out of a studio and Camping put them... Camping with Todd is... I yeah. love it. It's a great I, idea. I think it's going to be Can fun. Can we go with you? Uh, yeah, I'll take anybody. You get humped yeah. by a bear like DiCaprio does in Revenants? Is that's that in the like season that finale. Yeah. You yeah. can only wish. Yeah. <laughs> that's all the action he gets out there. <laughs> hey, it's a bear. You know, it's got good taste. Exactly, that's right. You know, he sees Leonardo DiCaprio. He's you know. like, I got to get a piece of that. He's a good looking guy right there. Are you, it's actually going to be in like outside? It's not going to be in a studio? No, 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 it's outside. Matter of fact, the site is about 30 minutes outside of Los Angeles, and you have to travel up this mountain to get there, and it's it's in the middle of nowhere. But we are. They blindfold the people, and then they just show up. How do they get there? No, we'll drive them up, and there'll be (laughs) a camera in the car showing what what they're saying when they're approaching the top. (laughs) But everything will be done. Do they know ahead of time that that's where they're going? Oh yeah, yeah. They'll be they'll be booked like guests. You know, they'll be Mm -hmm. like. It'll be a musical guest because that will be the performance around the fire pit. So, oh, so instead right, of having, you know, like with Bruno Mars, he'll just be 
He might have like some uh, uh, bongos, oh, right, right. but basically it'll just be him Acoustic. around the fire. Acoustic. Not setting up like generators and doing yeah, the whole set, stage. Right? Yeah. Well, they will have generators because <laughs> you mean, know they're not going to put up like a twelve-piece orchestra. No, no, no. A campsite. You, you, it's suspended belief, yeah. Tony. They have to have the generators for the cameras, but. Right. No. That, all the lighting, right. you're right, all the lighting, the light, the set, will be lighting that you would use if you went camping. Lanterns, right. okay. no, you're not going to have any lights or any spot, it'll all be lanterns. Because it's a great idea. See, people always, people always say this, you know, they haven't, everything's been done already. This has not been, this now, is not let me a ask idea. you this, was this something because you love camping and you came up with this idea, or was this a pitch that you're like, I want to be a part of this? Or? Well, I just watched these talk shows, and again, it's not a talk show, because the minute you say talk show, people think of desk, but, you know, basically you want to, how can you put people in a different atmosphere that I didn't want it to just be gimmicky, like, oh, we're camping, who cares? But it really does uh, bring different things out of different people. And I do camp, but I don't camp hardcore. Like I just said, what I'm creating here is what I do in real life. We bring a, and some people will tease you, but like I said, I bring an RV on the, we bring, there's like yeah. 10 of us that go camping. It's usually a lot of comics. We put an RV on the site. We park an RV because it's just your base. I don't care. I want a bathroom. I don't want to go. You know, I am so with you. Yeah, but you're still, like I said, at the end of the night, it's still outside. Yep. It's still dark. No phone, no TV. There's still, we're throwing wood in a fire. Love There's it. sparks coming out. So that's all no, real. Also, people can't use their phones or anything else. There, you, the place we're going, there's no phone. No like they said. The Robin could never survive a day. Mm. No. I mean, she would, have, she would be crawling mm. out nope. on the highway. Can't on, uh, you know, hitchhiking, looking we were, way, yeah. way out. We can't get on Amazon. We were on a catamaran boat in the middle of nowhere, and I was perfectly fine without anything. No, she would go in every afternoon when she see an island, and, hey, maybe there's some service here. And by the way, turn the phone on. they're only coming in at, like, maybe 6 o'clock on, a like, a Friday, and then leaving Saturday, you know, after we wake up, we'll have some coffee. You know, when you wake up camping, you get that fire going again. It's usually hot from the night before. Maybe have some coffee, talk about the night, and that's it. And then they leave. So it's not like they're there for a but week. But are they going to be porta potties? Are they going to have to dig holes we in the woods? Are you listening, Tony? No, I know you're going to have Excuse an RV. Excuse me while I whip this out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, what did he say? Who, who? No, I was the old lad. Excuse me while I whip this out. From, uh, was the Blazing Saddles. Oh. Remember that? <laughs> when he said, excuse me while I whip this out. Um, uh, there'll be a bathroom for anybody who wants it. There'll be okay. an RV, so that'll serve as uh, if some of the people are sleeping in RVs or tents? No, no. Everybody will be in tents. Oh, okay. The I, RV yeah. is just there, and it's like... A hundred feet away, just so it exists on the site. Okay. So, now, so you air can mattresses? Stay in there. So I can stay in there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is it air mattresses or straight on air the Air mattress. Do oh, it yeah. right. I don't find anything charming about going, oh, but if you sleep on the ground, who ca I don't care. No. I want to sleep on an air mattress. Exactly. If I had it, I'd have them bring uh, the, the beds that move recline. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> and we are sleeping all, we have a, the tent that everyone will sleep in. I want to go everybody one tent. Because like yeah. uh, you want, like, a it's the togetherness, party, yeah. exactly. And you know, I don't care how old you are. When you all like go to bed in different areas, you're <laughs> That's See, it. That's the producer that pays attention. <laughs> He's doing his job, exactly. scoring the show. <laughs> um, and so, so this is going to, you're going to shoot this next in February. February. Right? It's called Camping with Todd. So it's going to be like a little documentary every week of who I take into the woods. Oh, that's a, that's a great. I'm looking mm -hmm. forward. I'm going to kill somebody. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, well, I'm going to murder somebody. Yeah, well, I'll make it interesting. <laughs> and then somebody comes out with a knife and everybody. That holds the audience. Yeah. 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 No, we'll have we have bits. That's for we'll, ratings week. Yes. We'll have bits planned like. We have, we'll have a lot of bits planned. We'll have, like, maybe, like, a guest. I'm am I telling you too much, probably? No, no, no. no, no that's right. you killed Let's somebody. say, like, a guy that has a good sense of humor, like, in the comedy business. Like, let's say it's a John Hammer or Zach Galvanakis, but they don't want to spend the whole night. We could have bits where they come out of the woods. No one will know it, but they're dressed like a park ranger, and they're doing, like, a character. So it's, it's going to be bits. We'll sit around the fire. It's... It's just, it's just going to be, uh, you know, it, it sort of explains itself. No, I like it. You have other things. You've had other things all related to Todd. Explain some of the other Todd things that you've done. No. Well, Todd related. Todd related. I like yeah. the, I like Todd's coma, which we played the intro for. You did. I, you know, I couldn't hear it, but oh, okay. can I, Todd's coma. Pause it for one second. Pause it for one second. This was a show I did about maybe, it could have been 15 years ago. It was a pilot, and uh, it was I was in a coma because I came home from an audition. I'm always very bad at auditions. Like, I just want to show her I'm in a coma. 
And my friend's like, wow, that's a good idea. So the show is, I'm in a coma, I got into a coma, and my friends come by and visit me. So there's dream sequences, obviously. So like, let's say it's whoever, it could be anybody. They're, they're, you know, basically they'll be around the bed, my parents are there, my brother's there, my family's there, and they'll be like, oh, how do you know Todd? Let's say it's somebody like Mick Jagger, it could be anybody, go, oh, Todd used to be our drummer, but he had a hell of a temper, and then into the dream sequence. And this was the uh, this was the theme. If we can, it's a minute long, but this is the daydreaming in another dimension. Can we crank it up. Todd walked down the street, not paying attention, but he forgot about his own mortality. Now his thoughts are his reality. The remix. There's another you, one. How long were you in this coma, if I may ask? Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> I shot all my stuff, obviously, before. You know, my stuff was all pre-shot. So whenever we were shooting it, all I had to do was lay in a bed. <laughs> and let me tell you something. I'm not a... I'm not... Like, I was so nervous I was going to move my feet that I ended up... I am not... Like, by the way, I should tell you, if you knew my history, this is, like, you know, this is okay because I'm not a pill popper or a drug addict or anything. But I got so nervous, I smoked a little pot, and then I had a Vicodin, just to sort of like, just, to, just so I could lay there. I was more nervous than the people that had to act. Well, my favorite, one of the scenes that I saw was, it's your birthday, and you're in a coma, and I don't know who the characters were. I think it's your mother and father, maybe yeah. your girlfriend. And they put the cake in front of me. They're like, I think he's all right. And then they put it in front of me, and then they push my stomach. Well, yeah, so, so uh, he, they're like, okay, blow out the candles. I was on a Disney Channel. Do anything. So then one of them pushes your stomach, right. and it makes a natural reaction. Right. And you blow out the candles, and everybody goes, yay! Oh, he's and, and everybody was taking advantage of my coma. <laughs> that was the pilot. That was the pilot. And the joke was that everybody was taking advantage of my coma. Like, my dad was gambling, or he'd be at a restaurant. Hey, can I get ahead? My son's in a coma. You know? <laughs> and, uh, like, hey, go, you remember, can't... this was 15 years ago, so this is, like, really, really well, way ahead of its time. You know, it's so funny you say that, because I remember pitching it and thinking, like, we got to get people past the coma. And it was, like, a big deal. It was like, oh, but I'm in a coma. But, you know, the, the doc... By the way, it sort of came from something that happened in real life. I had a friend that was in a... In a he's fine now, but he was in a situation where... He was in a coma, but self-induced by the doctors. And the family would come in, and we would all whisper. I was about 23 at the time. And whenever the family came in, we would politely stop laughing. And the mom and dad would say, no, 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 no. Please, we want the energy in this room. So it became this weird, twisted meeting ground for the only a coma or someone that's really in a situation would bring all these type of people out. It could, you know, mm -hmm. So that was the whole premise of it. But it was very hard. And you're absolutely right. I was like, wow, we're having such a difficult time getting people past that I'm in a coma. Now, it doesn't matter. You know, now you could sell. Now everybody's could. walking around in a coma. Oh, everybody's in a coma. Yeah, it's a big thing. Yeah. So coma and vaping. It's like the two big things right now. <laughs> Sometimes you need a good coma. <laughs> so what do you think of this golden monkey? It's a well, local brickery. It's a good brewery. beer. I like it, beer. actually. Wow. Yeah. Maybe they'll send someone to my house in L.A. Are they listen to the show? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's I a good beer. It's got a crisp, yeah. clean, it's got a golden monkey taste to it. I'll tell right. you What's what. What's the alcohol content in that? It's I pretty hot. Yeah, this one's like 9% or something. Nah, who gives a shit? Yeah, this is 9.5% alcohol. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yes, it is. I like the water, too. Maybe those are... That's Poland Spring. Trying to get free not, stuff. That's not from mm. here, though. That's, uh, that's from Poland, I think. They get it out there. They bring it in from Poland. Well, Todd, it's great to see you, man. I really appreciate it. Well, I'm not done. Oh, I, got a, I got a story about <laughs> my uncle. No, what else you got going on? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Everything else is good. I'm over there. I appreciate you having me on. Well, but just really quick. Now, you live out in L.A. now, right? Yes, I do. So you're just... You've been you're... out in L.A. forever. I've been out in L.A. a long time, yeah. I was there 11 years. I'm, I'm one of the dopes that moved back. No. Uh, you know what happens? No, my family's here. Well, your entire family. You. Where do you live so here? I live in the city. If you don't mind. South Philly. You live in the city? Yeah. I love the city. We used to come down here in South Philly. My dad had a friend that lived in South Philly for Christmas, and everybody double parked in the streets. I was like, they, they still do. Actually. They, they still do. They now they park there. in the middle of Broad Street. Mm -hmm. The entire middle. Of the and nobody street. gets tickets. No, no, no. But if you well, park, I was actually was down there today seeing a real estate guy. I'm Broad and Porter. I, I'm parked in a meter, and I'm out there checking to make sure. I got to go out and check to make sure that my meter's not running out. And you're a friend of the parking authority, too. They love you. People in the middle of the street with no yeah. meters, nothing. On the island. They're illegal. They're Halfway up on the island. There, yeah. But I got to worry about my meter running out. Exactly. PPA's going to... PPA, the other by the way, the worst... 
the most, you, the most. Here's a rant. They're, they're hardworking this is an people. Ongoing. Oh no, the they're the only efficient parking authority. The Philadelphia parking authority. Let me tell you something. If ever I get a ticket, look, they have a hard, <clears throat> they have a hard job. Oh, yes, absolutely. they do. I'm going to preface this. Don't worry. I get. You have it to be heartless to have that job, though. I think it's certainly. You have to be heartless to have that job. Is there anybody job. that works for the PPA here? Really? I mean, here's what I don't like. They're done as a sponsor, by the way. If they give me a ticket, here's my trick. You want to know my trick? I, I uh, and then I will get to the part when I don't mind being uh, harassing them. But if I get a ticket, I come out, I get a ticket, I never harass them. I ne especially when they're nice. They're like, oh, I'm so never, never. They're doing their job. I get it. But here's what I don't like. And, and then I also figured out how I don't get any tickets anymore. I'll end with that. <laughs> so if I'm parked, like if I'm parked in my neighborhood in front of a red zone, but I'm in the car. And they go, they pull up next to me. It's a red zone. But I'm in the car waiting for somebody. Here's why I have fun. I don't have tags on my car. I don't put them on. I lease a car every two years so I can sort of get away with it. So I don't have tags on the car. So they can't just write it from far away. And I love it. So if I run in to get a juice, like there's a place where I always run in to get my juice that I said at uh, every day. Jamba juice? Jamba, no, no, no. That's sugar juice? and ice. Um, <laughs> a real juice. And they park behind me. They can't write it from like, you know, they usually park like two, three car mm -hmm. lengths away. By the time you get out, it's written. Mm -hmm. They got it written already. They have to come up to my car, look at my VIN number. And they can't complain. That's just a car with temporary tags. So by the time I get out, they hate it. But especially when, they're si when I'm sitting in the car. Again, if I get a ticket, I'm always kind. I'm all because they're not all heartless. I bet some no, of them. No, I'm saying it's hard to write. If it's like, so if, you're, if you work for that PPA <clears throat> and the meter goes, your obligation is to do it. Somebody's running up and it's about to turn, I'm saying you have to really it's be hard, cruel yeah. to say, I'm going to still write you a ticket. Right. I'm not going to cut you any slack. But there are I the mean, ones. sitting there for right. two hours and they're not going to put money in, I get it. You're guilty. Get you should get a ticket. Or if the, the meter runs out in two minutes and they, they are there within two minutes before and they're writing you a ticket right at that moment. Like, they can't wait. Some are pretty, two yeah. minutes. Some of them are, are heartless. Some of them are very cool, actually, and it does bother them when people yell at them, and it probably does hurt their soul. But when they just, the, the, the percentage that are asses, so they pull up in my neighborhood. This just happened, like, two weeks ago. And I'm in my car, no tags, and they pull up next to me. They go, you got you to gotta move your car. I go, oh, I'm, I'm just waiting for someone, but, uh, you know. And then you, you got to move your car. I go, well, you know what? I'm not going to. So I roll up my window, and she parked behind me for three minutes. And guess what? I wanted to leave, but I didn't because I wanted to annoy her. So I stayed in my car, and I waited until she got out of her car. I walked all the way up. When she got to my door, I just pulled off. I'm like, that's it. I'm like, yeah, there you go. You're just being a jerk. You're, so. The PPA all right. guy. The PPA guy. We end on a round of applause. That's exactly. a good job out of you. Thank you. Now, I'll say the PPA guys are like, uh, they're like the jerks in high school. They just couldn't make it through the police academy. Yeah. That's well, basically what you know what? Again, I preface it. There are the ones that are kind. If they're listening, no, they're appreciating me saying this. But he's right. They, first of all, they throw on those yellow lights. I'm like, mm. they're not scary. They're yellow. <laughs> <laughs> and they love turning on the yellow lights. Those, those are the guys when there's an accident, there's no cops there yet, they love pulling up first. They get out of the car. Oh, yeah, they wear a jacket if, even if it's summer. You know why they wear jackets in the summer? Why? Because it looks like maybe it's their cops and it covers their gun. Mm -hmm. So they wear the jacket because if you get out, you go, could that be a cop? Because you can't see if they have a gun. And I figured this all out. I'm very on That's to these guys. Like, and they turn on their yellow lights. I'm like, all right, the red and blue is scary. Yellow is security guard at the mall. You know? Here's the interesting thing about L.A. People don't know this unless you've lived out there. When you buy a car, lease a car, here in Pennsylvania, you've got to have a tag, a Pennsylvania yeah, tag. Nah. In L.A., you get a car, they put a a cardboard sticker that has the dealership name on it. Yeah, you can so, drive around well, you until need, you get your tag. You need something in the front window, too. There yeah, is but a it's still that there's no license plate. No, not in the... There's and no I love it. license plate is a cardboard dealership tag. That's all it is. It says Joe's uh, Don Oldsmobile. And I keep you know, it in there for... Don't even make anymore. Two years, I keep that in there. I don't get <laughs> tickets. It's the best thing in the world. Oh, by the way, talk about flying through the where you have to pay, like Easy Pass. Yeah. Nope, no Easy Pass payment for me. Yeah. Boom, right through. Because there's no, no plate. No plate. No plate. That's all. In a state like California with 100 million people, they still have a system where there's no state right. inspection. There's like no primitive. state inspection. You mm -hmm. don't have to get your car inspected. Well, no, no, you do. There's smog, but that's only for older cars. <laughs> but like here in Pennsylvania, every year you have to get a sticker that's put on the window on the windshield that says, you know, one. Oh no, we don't 17. have that. You gotta get the. You gotta right? get. Yeah, we don't. No, in, have in California there are hoopties, major yeah. hoopties. Watch your mouth. Around. 
Well, <laughs> put together with like duct tape and and all sorts of things. No, we like do. cars are like rotted out. So I hear, you know, Pennsylvania, you got a little ding in your windshield. Mm-hmm. They give you a ticket. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, got to yeah. go get a new windshield. I always thought it would be fun. I used to have a joke in my act. If you see someone getting a ticket from a meter maid, but it's not your car, what if you ran over and go, it's my car, please don't ticket it. And of course they go, I have to. I go, you know what? Tow it. I don't give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> I bet you can't even get it towed. Try towing it. Go ahead. I don't even care. <laughs> I say on that, I say good night, everybody. Go out big. They go out Todd Glass. Go see him at Helium Comedy Club. Yes, there are still tickets available for Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. Exactly. Todd, thank you so much, buddy. He's not in a coma anymore, so we're all happy now. Thanks, Todd. Todd Glass. <laughs> I like that theme song, though. I wish we could put some people over here. Wait a minute. Okay, we're make this part of the show. We need to take a break right now. No, we'll, we'll take a break at the top of the hour. This Which isn't is, like a reg- regular radio. This is like Preston and Steve where you're on for five minutes and they got a break. And that's all radio shows, not just Preston and Steve who are buddies, by the way. We don't break. We're they nonstop, break. man. Exactly. That's what's great about a podcast. Oh, you do whatever the hell you want. You did a podcast. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm doing good tonight. Here we go. Come on. Get Let's get a picture here now. <laughs> get in there, Natalie. Here we go. Except Natalie didn't turn her mic on. Yell at her. He took it out of my hand. Unbelievable. Hey, look at that. Another job where I'm not involved. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're all laughing, having a good time. Take one of Luigi, please. Okay, take one of Luigi really? up there. We'll, we'll, we'll exactly. Photoshop Stand him. up. We'll Photoshop him in. Come down and get in there. Come no, on, Luigi. Come down here. Yeah. I got to take care of this. No, come down here. We're going to get a cardboard cut out of Luigi and put it up this. for the future. You've got to take care of nothing. Get your ass down here right now. This show's on autopilot. We're all in a coma. You suck. We're, we're in Todd's coma right now. You can come out of it. We're all in a coma together. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Luigi made those fajitas. Exactly. And we couldn't even, fajitas. And we couldn't even take a picture of them. You're going to eat my Ridiculous. food? You're going to eat your food. Now we're eating your food. Yeah, whatever's left of it. Yeah, have at it, man. There you go. I'm taking the He's taking the last piece of fajita. Have at it, man. Luigi just made that for the crew. We didn't yeah. have a cater this week, unfortunately. No. But you do have the painkillers, which you didn't have last yeah, week. Yeah, the painkiller. Have a painkiller while you're there. It's in that the, the uh, jug there, the uh, the red uh, igloo. You got some cheese in there. A little, I, exactly. some jalapeno over there if you like it. See, who says we don't take care of our? Oh, ah, absolutely. I know. It's fully. Uh, we have all the amenities here. Yes, we do. Yes. They go like this. They go all the way. They go. Oh, it's so good. Todd Glass, ladies and gentlemen. Phenomenal. I totally want to go camping with Todd. I love that's a great idea. Would you do that show? Yeah, absolutely. Go camping and then all of a sudden, like some, just somewhere there to get take some a leak. musical act comes out of the woods and starts right. singing. Exactly. How great would that be? Yeah. When I used to do that, I used to go down the lakes and right down. Play, <laughs> and then some some stunai. You're under I-95. Out, yeah. And the cop would come out. Exactly. When the windows were all steamed out. That was the musical act. <laughs> He started honking the sirens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the blue and the red. They took you to Twenty Fourth and Wolf. Exactly. <laughs> or Eleventh, Tenth, and Reed. Yes, right? yes, yes. It's still there though. That it is. Yeah, right? it is. Yes, anybody going to say? This is all local knowledge. Right, right? I know. Everybody's, Everybody's zoning out, out now. Yes. Has no idea what we're talking right. about. <laughs> you in a coma now? Yeah. That's you right. It's a new thing. Now? It's a new craze. Now, now your Every sister's here tonight, right? Yes, she's right. Well, the one that Todd moved over to from one side of stage to the other. Go ahead, stand up, Jay. What's your name? Gina. Gina. You have a sister, Gina. I would say everybody yeah. has a sister, Gina. Exactly. exactly. And an Uncle Tony. You have to have a sister, Gina. Yeah, an Uncle Tony. A sister, Marie. Exactly, yeah. And then an Uncle Tony. Uncle Tony, yeah. Exactly. Or Uncle Joe. Right? Yes. She Bro, brought her whole... Uh, you are a you she, know brought, <laughs> <laughs> she brought her whole entourage tonight, so... Beautiful. You yes. guys having fun? You guys having fun tonight? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which one's a Medigon? Really? There you go. You hang out with non-Italians? What's the matter with you? No, <laughs> yeah, you know how you can identify her? She has a special necklace on yes. that identifies her exactly. as non-Italian. Yeah, it's like a key fob on the end. Yeah, she's got a fob on it that says, I am non-Italian. Actually, it's kind of shiny, though. So it is, yeah. What is that thing? Is that a necklace? Oh, it's huge. Oh, Swarovski. Beautiful. How many facets in that thing? Oh, she knew exactly. You wow. see that? I have Berlin Mart 2006. <laughs> it's a plastic Christ head. 
now either she actually knew the information or she's she a really up. good she BS. No, no, she, that's that legitimate. That was fast. Because yeah. I don't believe you can make 93 facets because it's an mm-hmm. unequal number. Oh, so okay. I don't believe, as someone who's been to Jewelers Row and watched those guys cut diamonds <laughs> in the back room, yes. I don't believe you could ever <laughs> get 93 facets when you're doing a I don't know. Diamond. Tony, we've got, a, we got 8 o'clock. You want to go to a mission now? Yeah, let's go to intermission. We'll come back. Brian Baldinger is going to come on by. We'll get the very latest on the Eagles coaching search. His phone's blowing up. We may have a new coach or a new Pope. One yes, or the other. We're waiting for the smoke uh, from exactly. uh, Novacare. Now, the Pope's going to be all fine. The Eagles yeah, are be fine. Yeah, the Eagles are having a problem. The Pope Jeff. is cool. He's yes, all good. Exactly. It's the NFL that's having the, all yeah, kinds the of Eagles problem. need an exorcism. Exactly. Yes. The Eagles are going to have some black smoke coming right. out when they get a new coach <laughs> down at the Novacare exactly. complex. We'll take a five minute break. We'll come I back. Everybody a... go to the bathroom. Hold on, just really quick. Right, right. Swarovski elements have 5,900 faceted rounds. Wow. She cut herself short by about 5,500 facets. <laughs> oh, she wasn't even within. She, well, she's really? in the showcase showdown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. They she picked one dollar. Actual retail price. <laughs> the one of those things. We'll come right back. And hour number two on the podcast. We are here at Comedy Sports Philadelphia. It's the Tony Bruno Show. We'll be right back. Go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now. With everything you need to let the savings flow. Like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brush nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid through October 5th while supplies last. At Cole's Friends and Family Sale, the back-to-school savings add up with an extra 20% off. Save on Skechers for the family, girls stretch jeggings just $12, and save on an Instant Pot and luggage. Plus, take an extra 10% off home. Plus, everyone gets Kohl's cash. Plus, free Amazon returns now at all Kohl's stores. This weekend at Kohl's. Offers valid July 25th through 28th. 20% with promo code SHOPFAMILY. 10% off home with promo code HOMEDEAL10. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details.